0: It's the fight for 15. These people are still on it, man. They're still on it. They're like, oh, uh, we, we couldn't get uh, Trump convicted. All right. So we'll we'll just, you know, we'll do this because it's so important
1: that everyone is paid $15 an hour. The president included the minimum wage proposal, the $15 an hour proposal in this package Um I'm going to continue to fight for it, but as of right now, um, you're right, we don't have the votes to get that done. Uh, if we can't get it done in this American rescue package, I think it's essential uh, that we enact a $15 minimum wage um, in the coming weeks. Uh, And as you know, that would be phased in over time. You get
0: I think it's essential that Senator Chris Van Hollen creates a business where he pays $15 an hour and he doesn't have to phase it in over time. We don't have to wait till 2025 for him to have a $15 an hour minimum wage. He can pay it tomorrow if he would just open up a business, resign from the Senate, start actually earning your keep and go make a business. We'll wait. Maryland will be very appreciative. Governor Hogan will probably give you a cookie if he hasn't eaten them all. That's what will happen. Come on, let's go. By the way, who doesn't love cookies? Am I right? Or am I right? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Now, now we are are playing the waiting game. And what's the waiting game? The waiting game, because producer Ari let me know. He's like, you will not believe it. I'm like, what will I not believe? And he said... Governor Andrew Cuomo is going to hold a press conference. And I said, Oh, you mean he's going to answer the questions of why he allowed 15,000 people to die and why he hid the deaths of 9,000 people while going on CNN and joking with his brother and accepting Emmy Awards and accolades and creating posters showing how New York got over the mountain and writing books about leadership? I can't wait so according to producer Ari this is happening when soon soon it's very exciting very exciting when it happens we're going to go to that but yes the 15 dollars an hour minimum wage the lie of the living wage and it's a lie by the way the living wage is a lie the living wage is myth and there is not an economist in america who can take me on on the subject and come out victorious it's a myth it's not real but that does not stop the left from moving on, okay? We went for conviction, could not get conviction. We immediately moved to the next thing, immediately moved to the next thing. And all the ways Republicans are hurting you. Now, one of the arguments is that the Republican Party should say, let's put an end to this. $50 an hour minimum wage, that's what we support. Do we have Democrats on board? No 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 fifteen. Fifteen is it. Whoa, 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 wait. What about twenty-five? Okay, twenty-five, right? They'll do that. And well let's compromise at twenty-five and Republicans need to hold firm. No no no. No, fifty, and we don't know why it is you hate the American people so much. Fifty dollar an hour minimum wage. Let's go. You know what? Seventy-two twenty-five. Seventy-two dollars and twenty-five cents. That's the minimum wage. We just upped it. We care about you, America, but these Democrats, they won't vote for it. I mean, if we're going into the land of crazy, let's go all the way. Of course, I don't enjoy being in the land of crazy. I enjoy being a rational person. And as a rational person, I don't even believe in the minimum wage because the minimum wage works against workers. The minimum wage prevents the worker from negotiating in their best interest because they're not allowed to negotiate to get a job where they can learn skills even if they make less money than accepted or the minimum so they can learn the skills and prove themselves to be able to get better jobs down the road. They're not allowed nor empowered to make an investment in themselves and the business owner the same. You can't invest in somebody who may not have the skills yet. You're not allowed to do that thing. It is prevented. It is taken from you, and I think that's despicable. And I think that is wholeheartedly bigoted. Of course, I I don't favor a a, a minimum wage. People who favor a minimum wage are, I, I think, are rotten. <laughs> or at least conceptually, it's rotten. Which brings us to Senator Cinema, Kirsten Cinema who has been very interesting since getting to the Senate. She's been there a little over two years now. And she has said, um, I am not putting this into a stimulus bill where we pass via reconciliation. No chance. Now reconciliation is the process by which uh, the uh, Democrats can say this is a bill about taxes or a bill about funding or something like like that, and so we don't have to go through any normal process. We can skip the filibuster and and and, and the rest, and we go right to the vote. They've got the fifty votes. They can add uh, Kamala Harris as the tiebreaker. Boom bap bip. It's done. It's over. And she has said, yeah, I'm not putting minimum wage in that policy. Just not happening. Absolutely not happening. Forget it. So it's going to have a, the filibuster. It's going to have a vote, and it may not get voted on. Progressives may be upset about it. Remember, these are the people who want to get rid of the filibuster. But if Mitch McConnell had tried to get rid of the filibuster, it would have been the end of times. And the best was, was it... Uh, it was um oh what's his name Al Sharpton I couldn't remember Al Sharpton's name maybe because I love myself too much Al Sharpton wanted to let you know that the filibuster is is racist Did, did I not share that I got to find that Oh the filibuster is racist is one of my all-time favorite comments from Al Sharpton I mean you got to you have to work you have to really really work to be that bigoted to to find ways to be uh that that bigoted right uh to, to think that the filibuster is to protect um white people just flabbergasting for sure but the Democrats are all about taking away the filibuster now They're fine with eliminating the filibuster. They want to ensure that you don't have uh, a a, a say. You should not have a say. So they'll throw in conversations of race to try and uh, make you live in fear. And then, of course, because you don't believe in the right things, the smart things, the good things. Well, no talking for you. So so much during the last Democratic administration, they shattered records leading the stolid forty-fourth commander in chief to make this call for its elimination as late as last summer at the funeral of the late, great John Lewis. And because GOP senators are from overwhelmingly smaller and whiter states, their threat to filibustering President Biden's entire agenda must be understood for what it is, a white minority standing in the way of progress and equality for the multiracial majority. And since this segment is called Rise Up, here's what you can do about this miscarriage of justice. Call, write, and email your senators. Yes, call, write, and email your senators about the absolute nonsense of Al Sharpton claiming that the filibuster is bigoted. I'm very happy with Senator Cinema because she is certainly standing on a level of principle. The bigger question is, where is she on the idea of raising the minimum wage at all? Because the minimum wage should not be raised. I would argue the minimum wage shouldn't even exist. You didn't need to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour to have Target pay $15 an hour. You can put pressure on the company and the company can decide to do what they do. And some people will bow to the pressure. You know, there are some companies out there that have written checks uh, to to Black Lives Matter groups. They bowed to the pressure. What they said is, please don't hurt us. Here, here's money. Here you go. Now now, now tell us that we're good. We want to be good. Here, a bigger check. Okay, here's a bigger check. Just tell us we're good. Don't hurt us today. Oh, are we all of a sudden out of the idea that so much of this is a shakedown? Are we not allowed to have that open and honest conversation amongst ourselves? Come now. Come now. You're going to tell me that there are these major companies that have written checks for millions of dollars and they weren't buying their freedom? Weren't buying not having a boycott? Weren't buying uh, not being attacked? This was the price that you pay? You think those companies wrote the checks And it wasn't paying the VIG? It wasn't paying the protection? You got a nice company here. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. Don't kid yourself. Let's not do that to each other. Andrew Cuomo gonna speak? Ooh, I cannot wait to hear it. We will bring it to you. This is Tony Katz Today. So Christopher Rufo is sharing a... It's a... It's an image, it's a graph. And according to him, uh, the principal of Eastside Community School in New York sent white parents this tool for action, which tells them they must become white traitors and then advocates for full white abolition. Uh, Oh, look at this. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. You know, I was going to do a story about math in Oregon. Oh, yeah, math in Oregon. And the Oregon Department of Education, they're promoting a program for teachers to dismantle racism in mathematics. Pathway to math equity microcourse, again, with the equity. It's a toolkit for dismantling racism in mathematics. Includes a section with 14 things associated with white supremacy culture. Which includes, according to the Daily Wire, perfectionism, objectivity, and individualism. Now, I have famously said before uh, that um, so we're all perfectly, perfectly clear. And we all understand each other. Um, Two plus two is four. There are four lights Two plus two is four. There will never be another answer. And if you tell me that it's racist to say so, allow me to tell you where you can go. Don't care, don't care what you call me, don't care what you say, I will laugh at you and I will tell your children that you're lying to them. Two plus two is always four and no other answer will suffice. It can't suffice. If any other answer will do, then the bridges don't stay up. Because who the hell would drive over a bridge designed by somebody who says the answer isn't important. The important thing is, is that you try. When Andrew Carnegie wanted to prove the power and the strength and the might of Carnegie Steel. He marched an elephant over a bridge, but none of that mattered. What mattered was the mathematics that got those girders in the right position. You needed the girders. It would have been hard to have an elephant marching over if it was made of matchsticks. But if you had enough matchsticks together, as long as the math was right, you could probably do it. In Indiana, they have something called radical math, which still, to this date, the governor has done nothing about. And the former uh, superintendent of public instruction, Jennifer McCormick, never did anything about. She was busy being woke, talking about the problems, but she never really actually did anything about the problems, including problems she could have done something about, like radical math, which is the idea of adding social justice to mathematics. Two plus two is four. You want radical math? Teach kids home economics. Teach them how to balance a checkbook. Teach them about budgets. Don't judge what they want to budget their money on. Let us make sure they know what it is that they can't do if they're spending money in other places. Now, a lot of this goes for naught if you're willing to say, well, it doesn't matter because the government's not giving you enough money anyway. Right? That's a very left-wing welfare state view of the world, which I think is a problem, and we've seen it to be true. But radical math would be teaching kids how to balance their own damn checkbook. Radical math is not saying, how do you introduce social justice into mathematics? Social justice has no place anywhere. Sure as hell not mathematics. And we should laugh at the people who push for this. And we should push them out. They are bigots. The eight white identities, as Christopher Rufo points out here. I mean, this is kind of remarkable stuff. And Rufo is the guy who pointed out um, the the bigotry going on in the uh, Sandia National Labs, right, in the nuclear uh, laboratories. Well, here it is. Here, Here is the list. You have white supremacist, white voyeurism, white privilege. Okay, those are all in the red. And then it moves into the yellow uh, there, producer Ari. So this might be you. White benefit or white confessional. Then you get into the green, white critical, white traitor, and then you get to the good white identity, I guess, white abolitionist. This is a thing. This is a this is a real thing? Written by a guy named Barnard Hess. I, I don't know who uh, Bar, Barnard Hess is. It turns out Barnard Hess is an associate professor of African-American studies, political science, and sociology. Oh. Well. That's a thing. So, um, if you are white critical, you take on board critiques of whiteness and invest in exposing, marking the white regime, refuses to be complicit with the regime, whiteness speaking back to whiteness. Regime. Hmm huh act and then there's the white traitor actively refuses complicity names what's going on intention is to subvert white authority and tell the truth at whatever cost need them to dismantle institutions and um well the white abolitionists changing institutions dismantling whiteness and not allowing whiteness to reassert itself i swear to you i don't know what any of that means I, I, and and uh, I, I'm telling you, uh, neither does anybody else. It means whatever it is you want it to mean. It says whatever it is you want it to say. That's that's those are the facts. That's the story, right? That's the story. What I usually take from these things, as 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 uh, as I read them, is yeah, you're not allowed around my kids, and there's nothing I won't do to protect my kids. So, your move, Chief. Now, that's a pretty rough and tumble way to look at it. However, they're my kids. So how do you look at it when it's your kids? The argument that gets made in all these conversations we talk about, you know, uh, the the idea of a racist math and the idea of this whole conversation of, of equity and as they put forth, is the idea that it, and when we talk about it in schools, that your kids are somehow guilty of something. Guys, I don't even believe in original sin. You think I'm gonna believe that my kids are guilty because some fool who got a degree and God only knows what makes the call decides that no 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 i'd rather fight i'd rather push back i would rather do all the things that say my gosh tony you're inciting insurrection against people declaring my children guilty maybe no nope yeah why would i ever just allow that buy into a theory that is so filled of hate and bigotry Deciding people are guilty because of their skin color is hate and bigotry. No one should buy into that. This is Tony Katz today on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. I keep getting told that Parlor is back, but I'm on the app and it's not working. Maybe the app isn't working, but Parlor itself is, is, is working. And how did they do it, and where, where are they hosting, and, and what's uh, going on? Because I'm I'm right here looking at it, and it doesn't seem like it's working. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony, 833 8669 on Facebook. Tony Katz Radio. Uh, you know, uh, tomorrow's Fat Tuesday. It's not going to feel like it in a lot of places in the country because it's too cold. But it's Fat Tuesday. Going in to some Ash Wednesday, and uh, you got to get your king cake with a little baby inside there, Producer Ari. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, my mom went to two lanes, so I'm very familiar. Ah, wow. You say that with a lot of bitterness.
1: Uh, no, I just, you know, every year we had to do the king cake, and I thought it tasted like crap.
0: Yeah. Wow. you just... Who hurt you? The king cake. <laughs> Did you swallow the baby? <laughs> he must have done that. It's actually stuck in me still. Good Lord! I mean, who gets that angry about a king cake? It's it's purple and it's green. And it's it there's there's a, there's a glaze. It's fun. No, I, I I know what the king cake is. I just I'm not a fan. Oh, honestly, I just I just don't. I don't even know who you are. I do not know who you are. Minneapolis is looking to spend another six million dollars on police recruiting. yes these are the people who said defund the police why do you ask they've got a huge rise in crime 200 cops quit they have had 8 million in budget cuts and they realized wait a second we can't go on like this we have to do something i got an idea Why don't we approve another $6.4 million? There are 638 officers in Minneapolis, 200 fewer than usual. I am surprised that we haven't seen police departments just get ripped apart all across the country by people saying, yeah, we're done here. Have a nice day. I don't don't need to be a part of this. I don't want to be a part of this. Who in the world wants this? And they'll have a point. Tell me who wants to be a cop in today's world. Tell me who wants to be a police officer when people are actively, proactively taught to hate you. Now, this is one of the problems that never gets uh, addressed. It is teaching people to hate you. That's the problem. So follow. Follow here is something that we've discussed numerous times and no one else is discussing and i find it well disgusting you have people who are told that the police are bigots and the police are racist and police are awful and the police are brutal and the police are this that and the other not that there aren't moments where police do something terrible of course that's true of course that's true what we are told and what people are taught is that all cops are and their name called ACAB that's exactly what that refers to all cops are all right, no I'm not gonna do it so you have this theory that goes around then you have people having interactions with the police not because police are looking to say hey let's mess with you that's not the story I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I'm saying that in the vast majority of cases, that absolutely does not happen. And you have people saying, I don't have to listen to the cop. I don't have to listen to the cop. Why would I listen to a cop? I'm not going to listen to the cop. And then the cop says, well, you got to listen. And then it's like, all right, let's have a fight. And then people pull out their video cameras. And the next thing you know, it's the cop having a problem when people are not complying with officers. And you have officers who have more and more expectation put on them about how do you have to de-escalate this and you can't do that and you can't react this way and you know the cabin's on you so you can't do this and you can't do that. We've often wondered why does a police officer even show up? Police officers will simply drive around in their cars and go, hmm, look at that, and just wait for their retirement. Not all of them, but this is the, the position that you're putting them in. You create a situation where you make it impossible for the officer, and you create a situation where you start with a de facto that the the uh, perpetrator of a crime, when even being you know asked a question or even being talked to, is is well within their rights to go after cops. That, that's that's no way to function. You can't actually think that there's a a value to such a thing, and when you realize that that's the case, you got to ask yourself. Why in the world would anybody be a cop who needs this in their life? That's a legitimate question. And the answer is I'm amazed that anybody is still an officer. I'm amazed that anybody still does it. Knowing the abuse, knowing the hate, knowing the vitriol, knowing it all. In Minneapolis, 200 people quit. Because they saw the writing on the wall and said, we don't want any part of this. I want to know what the woke folk think. What think the woke folk in Minneapolis who were all about this? Yes, we need to move the money around. And yes, we need more social workers. And yes, this and yes, that. And what cities that are now engaging this, like my beloved Indianapolis, what are they going to learn well, as you know, in Indianapolis, we added more money to uh, the, the police. You just took in a study that talks about moving the money around. So it doesn't matter that you did put an extra couple million dollars towards policing. You're going to now move things around and you worked an end around on defunding the police, just like they did changing how uh, the uh policing is is looked at from a disciplinary uh position they added civilians to what's known as the general orders committee and they're going to decide the future of policing some of them are indeed former cops many of them uh radicals (laughs) so we 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 see you didn't you didn't you learn hey why don't we at least see what happens in minneapolis and then we can make a decision nope not when you're woke not when you're woke. When you are woke, you must do the things that allow you to keep being woke. It's this really, really rancid and, and, and a horrific idea, this horrific concept that we see again and again and again. That it they, they know right from wrong because they see it, but they can't bring themselves to follow it because it means that somebody else might think they're bigoted. And there's nothing worse than being bigoted, so they don't speak the truth, and they don't recognize the problems, and they don't admit to them, they just keep trying and keep saying, well, the way to work this is to spend more money, or the way to work this is never dealing with the problem. And that's the problem. Speaking of problems, Dr. Anthony Fauci. I guess I should have led with this, too. He is not to be trusted. Dr. Anthony Fauci. November 29th, 2020. reason.com tweeting. Dr. Anthony Fauci wants to close bars but reopen schools. If you look at the data, the spread among children and from ch- among children and from children is not very big at all. Of course, we know this. Schools should be open regardless of coronavirus because that's not where the, the spread is. That's not where the issue is. We know this. So that was Fauci in November, end of November 2020. Fauci on February 14th, 2021, according to The Hill, stimulus bill needs to be passed for schools to reopen. Is there anything this guy won't say in front of a camera just so desperate to be loved? He'll say anything. This is wokeism. doesn't matter what I said. The new thing is, is that I say this, not based on new data, but based on how people want me to say things, so I'll continue to be loved. Don't you know i got to wring out this racket for as much dollars as I can? Oh, I need those speaking opportunities, because the $417,000 I'm getting from the government to totally change my mind any given second isn't enough. That's what he does. Who's going to believe him? But it's a great example of of the wokeness that you're saying the thing that you believe needs to be said so you can continue to be loved as opposed to engaging in leadership, which is really hard.
1: I'm Fingers Malloy with the Bourbon Minute, brought to you by the Eat Drink Smoke podcast. There's a new product out on the market appealing to hard seltzer drinkers who also like wine. USA Today reports that Babe Wine, an Anheuser Busch brand, launched Babe 100 Rosé. It hit shelves nationally last week. It's a 100 calorie canned sparkling wine with zero grams of sugar and 6.9 percent alcohol content, the equivalent of one glass of wine. The sparkling canned wine. Combines the distinct taste of rosé with the low-calorie, low-sugar characteristics of hard seltzer. Early reviews indicate that Babe 100 Rosé drinks more like a seltzer than a heavy glass of wine. For more information on it, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com/eatdrinksmoke. This was the Bourbon Minute, brought to you by Eat Drink Smoke. It's your cigar, bourbon, foodie radio extravaganza. Check it out on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast platform. Eat, drink, smoke.